This is our first episode, number one pilot episode here. This is Alexandria Technical and Community College, and you're listening to the truck driving department. And I am, uh, my name is Jason, and I'm here with Tom. Hello, Tom. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. So we run the truck driving department here together, and we decided we would start a little podcast. There's uh, certain things we'd like to talk about today. Uh, today would be an introduction and tell you a little bit about our school. With that, after that, we'd like to uh, move on to different industry topics, and then hopefully we can expand our podcast to uh, to incorporate our industry partners and some of the people we work with and the students that we have trickling through our class. So, uh, like I said, this is episode one. We're not professionals, but we're going to try real hard to put something together that you guys can enjoy. We're not professionals in the sense of podcasting, but we are called professional truck drivers, so <laughs> that's what we're here for, right? Yeah, we're... Uh, that that's right. We might not be professional sound sound mixers and uh, professional DJs or whatever, but as far as driving goes, we got a we got a bit of experience behind us both, and um, and that's the kind of thing that we wanted to share with you and to share with our students. There seems to be a uh, negative image of trucking schools across the country. I'm on Facebook just like you are, and and TikTok and other social media platforms and. Um, the overwhelming majority, when you look at comments on those, you'll see negative, negative um, representations of schools, and we're not, we're not that. We don't want to be that, and that's why we are doing this podcast. There are good schools out there. Uh, I'm going to put this, uh, put this out on on episode number one here. I think that we are. Boy, this is going to be a tall order. I think we're the best school in Minnesota, and if we're not the best, we're very, very close to it. We strive for the best every every time we come to work. So um, what does that mean? Well, um, Tom, you went through the program about three years ago. Yes. So what, is, what does this program mean to you? What's professionalism mean to you now that you're back here teaching it? Well, I, I did a lot of research before I entered the program, and this was in 2017, fall of 2017. And did quite a bit of uh, research, resourced a few web- websites, and a lot of Google and stuff like that. I've been around trucks for quite a while, but I figured if I was going to go through the program, I wanted to do something that was, you know, going to be worth the time and, and, and the effort and also get my bang for buck, you know, was kind of the prerequisite. After getting into the program, of course, then there was big eye openers. I, I learned a lot, but, uh, you know, the biggest thing to your question is professionalism. What did I learn out of the program? And that's that's exactly it. Just getting behind the wheel and driving down the road, you know, I guess anybody can do that, but how you conduct yourself as a truck driver out there in the world is key. Uh, so what this program did for me is, is taught me quite a bit of that, even though I'm an old guy and felt like I had a lot of that handled already. Um, as you cued into earlier, the perception of, of truck driving. I think a lot of people think you're just going to drive down the road and you don't have a lot of reporting or accountability and things like that. And that's just so far from the truth. So professionalism, uh, something we learn here, and we hope that our students carry that with them when they get into their their first jobs and their careers. Boy, I can't tell you the amount of people I talk to or students that come through here that say, I never, I never knew, I never knew there was so much to know with trucking. And, and yeah, there is. And there's a lot of fly-by-night, um, well, fly-by-night companies and fly-by-night schools. And they'll get you the very bare minimum and they'll, they'll kick you on out the door and you're going to have a license and you're going to have to figure a whole bunch of stuff out on your own. I do know, uh, teaching this, that I, I do the best that I can to, um, I shouldn't say myself, Tom, and I do the best that we can to teach, teach these guys and gals. Um, 
as much as we can. Um, Tom's experience, uh, Tom has a, a lifetime of experience in, in a variety of things, and he alluded to going to school here just a, a few years ago. Um, you'll hear more from Tom for sure and uh, more about his background, but I'd, I'd like to tell you a little bit about mine. I started teaching about six years ago, 2015, I started teaching. And prior to that, I'd been in a truck. That's how I put food on the table. Uh, that's how that's how I paid the bills. I did not just run out and get a teaching degree and then find myself with nothing else to do and decide to teach trucking. I actually grew up around trucks, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about that so you know where I, how I landed here, I guess. So I had a grandfather that was a mechanic. On, uh, back then, you were a mechanic on all things. So he worked on cars, farm equipment, trucks, trailers, uh, you know, heavy equipment, whatever. If it broke down, my grandpa worked on it. And beyond that, as I grew up, uh, well, I'm gifted because I'm, I've got both uh, adoptive parents and, and biological parents, and I know and get along with all of them. And on the other half, my family there, I had a grandfather that was a driver. So I was exposed to the driving side of things pretty young. And my father's best friend was also a truck driver, and that, uh, that gentleman had a son the same age as myself. And boy, it was sure a treat whenever I could hang out in their shop. And as I grew up into a young man, uh, they hired me to start working on trucks, or maybe not working on them, but washing to begin with, and then um, help with a load or, you know, strap. We did flatbed stuff, so strapping, tarping, you know, just kind of being around and hanging out and helping out. That moved into very light maintenance, uh, maybe oil changes and adjusting brakes or something, but nothing uh, too technical. But I kept with it. I always kept with it, and I always kept begging to go for rides. And I was. I was pretty young. I, I don't remember. Maybe 14, 15, I guess, that, at that point. And I, I remember going for a ride, and uh, we we were crossing northern Minnesota, which is kind of where I'm from. And uh, the gentleman looked over at me, and he says, Hey, uh, that we're, this, we're driving a brand-new, you know, brand-new long hood Peterbilt. And he looks over at me and says, Hey, you want to drive? I said, Yeah, <laughs> of course I do. He says, okay. And so he sets it, He sets the cruise to like whatever, 60 or something, holds the steering wheel, jumps up out of his seat, takes a step back into the bunk, and he goes, okay, go ahead. <laughs> and that's where I started at for driving. Um, steep learning curve right there. I guarantee you I missed my first gear. So. Um, and, and you didn't even start out sitting on the lap in the Buick or anything like no. that. that, that <laughs> maybe, was from my, maybe from my dad or something. But as far <laughs> as trucks go, no, that was it. I got... You want to drive? There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because, I mean, we all sat, it seems like we at least most of us back in the day sat on our grandfather's lap or our dad's lap or whatever and, and did some driving, but uh, never would have occurred to me that somebody's <laughs> just jumped out of the driver's seat of a of a big rig and said, here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just slid into the sleeper and and, uh, and uh, put me in the driver's seat. <laughs> um, from there, I, I, I kept hanging around. I kept washing and doing the things that I did for them and uh, as a young man, I wanted to drive over the road, and I graduated high school. I was 18, just like anybody else, and uh, of course, you can't drive interstate when you're 18, and that's all I ever wanted to do. Uh, that's all I ever wanted to do since I was two years old. I mean, that was that was the king thing I wanted. I didn't want to be a cop. I didn't want to be a lawyer. I didn't want to be a doctor. I just wanted to be a truck driver, and um, at 18, I couldn't go over the road, so I joined the Army. I joined the Army for a few years, got out, and uh, I became a truck driver. And I was truck driver. I've got a, a storied history, which I'd be happy to tell you about, but probably not all in one sitting here. But I was pretty young then, so that would have put me at 22 years old when I got out of the Army. And um, 
and I've been driving ever since up until I started teaching. There's there a couple little um, hiccups in there. I, I re-signed up for the Army, went, you know, got, got my time in Iraq and came home and stuff. But uh, for the most part, I drove trucks. So I did flatbed loads. I did flatbed and equipment for a majority of my career. I hauled uh, oil out in the oil field out in North Dakota for about three years. Um, hauled a little bit of van freight for, I don't know, a year, maybe two. Hauled a lot of beer out of Milwaukee. Um, I guess there's been a variety, so uh, which is which is nice that I did these things. I've got that kind of experience. But what is nice is where Tom compliments me because Tom has done other stuff. So Tom, you did some refrigerated work. Um, yeah, when I got out of the program, I I went to work for a company called Hensley, and I spent three years with Hensley Incorporated uh, running reefer stuff, and uh, it was it was a good gig. I uh, I enjoyed that immensely. I think we um, we work well together and complement each other pretty well here at the school. There's there's certain things that I've been through or that I know, and um, I kind of pad that side. And there's things I don't know, and, and Tom fills right in there for me. Um, I for for example, the the technical side of things or, or things with computers or setting up this podcast or whatever. That's not um, that's not my foray for, forte, but uh, but Tom did a hell of a job with it. I can tell you that um, all the uh, computer equipment and mics and the stands and stuff that we had to get. We initially wanted to do a, not necessarily a podcast. We wanted to do something more like a YouTube channel or a TikTok where we could just 30 seconds say something quick and get off. But the more we talked about it, the more we wanted to do a podcast. We'd be able to hopefully reach more people and um, have more time to describe to you what we what we do and what we go through and the, the things that we bring to the table here. So, Yeah, it's not something that I really ever thought about doing um, in – in the form of, uh, you know, the college here. Um, but, uh, you know, Jason has definitely a lot more experience in the driving, uh, than I do. But once we formulated our dynamic together, I think that's, that's what said, you know what, I've been thinking about a podcast. You've been thinking about a podcast. Let's do one about the school and trucking. And, you know, that's, that's where it just kind of came together. But, you know, just to touch a little bit on, you know, what I did, uh, you know, as I, as I mentioned, it was reefer stuff for about three years. But, you know, when I left the program, um, I, I saw myself at some point sitting on the other side of the podium and maybe giving instruction. And so I always wanted to kind of leave that door open a little bit. Um, but I wanted to get, you know, I'm figuring five, seven, ten years, you know, behind my belt of truck driving before I came back. And, um uh, Jason and uh, the dean had uh, called me up, and um, I was already a part of the advisory committee, so I still had ties to the to the program here. But uh, they had a position that was opened up, and and then the instructor over in Diesel even threw my name out there and thought I would be a good fit. So, you know, came back uh, sooner than I thought I would. Um, but uh, so far, it's been a good dynamic, I think. Yeah, no, thanks for coming, Tom. I appreciate having you here. And, and um, like I said, or we, we both agreed that, you know, we, we get along pretty well together. There's just, uh, I can't think of a day that we've ever gotten here that we don't get along or have a story to tell or something to say. And For sure. Um, ta- talking about, you know, comparing notes on students or comparing notes on lesson plans or any, any of the technical stuff that makes us go around on a day-to-day basis. So all that, it all takes something. There's someone working behind the scenes on this all the time and um, we're here, uh, a lot of, when I say this, I guess there's a lot of schools out there that, that wouldn't put the effort in. And I can tell you there are, it is very, very seldom are the weeks that I'm not here six or seven days a week. 
and um, generally working 12-hour days. And I not say that to complain. I'm saying that it takes a bit to make the world go around, and and um, and we put the effort in. And Tom is Tom is right there with me. You know, there are very very few days that we don't put in longer hours than um, almost everybody else that we work with at the college. I'm usually one of the first people here and one of the last pickups to pull out of the parking lot. And it takes that kind of commitment to make this thing right. Um, there's other schools that they don't hardly put in any time. You're let, you know, it says you start at 8, then they start at 8. It says you leave at um, noon or leave at 2 or whatever, then that's what time they come, that's what time they go. Uh, uh, we're, very, we're, we're very cognizant of the fact that we're here early, we stay late. We have students that... Um, our classes end at 2.30. Our, we have a lot of students that will stick around till 5, you know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, maybe 6 even, uh, practicing their driving. And um, I think that goes to show the extra mile that we are putting forth. We, we've got an image here. Um, I've got a reputation. Tom has a reputation, and the school has an image. And between that, uh, we want to, we've got a product that leaves here, and that's our students, and we put them on the road with you and your family and my family and uh, we want to make sure that they're the best educated truck drivers we can get out there now they're entry level we know they're entry level they're not the best drivers in the world they still need you know the rough edges polished up but, uh, and they're not going to leave here you know they're not going to leave here with some fly by night online course and can't back up i can tell you that you know that that goes back to your point of professionalism um we want to put the best product out there as we can as we can muster we both take great pride in the program. It's not just the job, I believe. I can speak for Jason on that. It's not just the job. It's a, it's a career and it's a lifestyle, just like trucking itself is. And you know, instilling the professionalism and then also making the students cognizant of that being a lifestyle rather than just a uh, than just a job is key. When they get when they get to their next place of employment. We want it to be reflective back to the school in a positive note. Jason and I, I think, have both seen drivers out there on the highway that you just kind of wonder where they got their license from and, and how they learned what they learned. As Jason mentioned, we we want to make them prepared. They're not going to be the best driver in the world right off the bat because everybody knows that's probably listening to this podcast that is a trucker knows that takes time. And um, what, what would you say, about a year, at least one year I would definitely say a year, and I tell you what, I wanted to be a truck driver since I was two years old. I mean, that's all I ever wanted in life, and it finally came through, you know, when I was about 22, and that was the hardest year I've ever had in my life driving trucks. I mean, I, it just, it seemed like nothing went right. I was always lost. I mean, just, it wasn't, it wasn't the fairy tale I imagined. There's a steep learning curve for, you mentioned a year, and I'll I'll echo a year. Um, I would go as far as to say a year, probably two. I mean, yeah. There's, there's a, you, you guys know that listening to us that have driven before, I mean, there's, there's a learning curve. You can't learn everything in school. You can't learn everything from your dad or grandpa or your uncle, whoever you, whoever you went with to learn things. Cause I rode around in trucks for a long time before I, from, from, I don't know, 15 to 22, despite the, or uh, take away that bit of time I was in the army there, but I rode in trucks a long time and I I remember one of the, <laughs> remember one of the first truck stop showers I ever took. I went in and there was an open shower, so I took it. And that's not how you do things. You need to go <laughs> sign up for that, right. and you wait in line like everybody else. Stole somebody's <laughs> Tur- shower. Time, turns huh? out, I yeah, I took a shower right. It had never been cleaned. I didn't know that they did clean them. I mean, I, keep in mind, guys, I was pretty young, but uh, 
I walked right in after somebody walked out. I figured that was how you did it, and uh, I took a shower and left. I'm lucky nobody walked in on me, you know. <laughs> Got your freebie, though, anyway. <laughs> yeah, at least it was free, yeah. <laughs> so there's a learning curve on, I, that's just a quick funny tale, but, you know, get, getting lost and, and uh, figuring out stuff, figuring out bills and how a blind bill lading works and figuring out how do your sliding axles work. And I mean, there's a... I did a lot of flatbed work. Where do you load stuff on a flatbed where you axle out correctly? Mm-hmm. And again, that's all stuff that we teach her. We're not, this isn't the fly-by-night truck school of uh, we're going to wing it. This is Alex Tech and we're professional. And I, I take that to heart. Yeah, it's a very rigid course. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a great program in the sense that it is going to prepare that driver the best that they can possibly prepare coming out of a school. But as you mentioned, it does take that one year of time. And I actually go back and I think about it. You know, when I left the program, of course, I still had some shifting that I needed to fine-tune, some backing, you know, things like that that still needed fine-tuned. Um, but through the course of the year, um, you know, you start – learning all the other things you know once you get into your first job and you're in your own truck for a while that shifting and backing usually comes within a couple of months tops uh everything else under the sun uh starts hitting you at that point so it does take some time um you know one year and then that second year if i reflect back it was it was now you're learning all the nuances of the shippers and receivers and why does dispatch do this and how does this get scheduled and why it's scheduled and you know things like that so you start learning all those types of tricks other than just the things you learn you know in your first year which is way stations and you know, roadside inspections and you know different things like that, that that you just don't have that real world experience of before you know leaving this program now we do the best we can but there's only so much we can pack in um we run a semester course here so that's uh, a semester of 16 weeks we are uh, we're a financially eligible course. That's one of the reasons we're 16 weeks. But there's only so much you can pack in to 16 weeks. And you, some of you are thinking, oh, my gosh, 16 weeks. Jeez, can't anybody learn how to drive a truck in 16 weeks? I can do it in two. Really? Because come here and teach if you can teach <laughs> these guys to do it in two. Right. Because I can't. You know, I got worse stretching the limits. We're on week eight of the current semester. And we start testing next week. Um and I've got, there's, we have about 20 students in our class. I've got about 10 that are ready to test, and I've got 10 that need Jesus still. Uh, we're, we're working on them, you know. We're, we're doing the best we can, but not everybody has that same learning curve. Some people pick it up right away, and, and some you need to work with um, extensively. But um, anybody that's got the will to succeed can do it. I can, I can attest to that. We've sur- certainly had some challenging cases, and... Um, and they've left here with licenses. You know, it's uh, it's really that's very rewarding for us when we see someone who just kind of shaking your head, going, "Boy, oh boy, our work is cut out for us." And then 16 weeks later, they got a smile on their face and a license and a certificate in their hand, and and they're a safe, confident, and professional driver. It's very rewarding. Um, I'm I'm definitely happy to be part of the program. Um, yet, you know, watching the student uh, start from you know the beginning and then like you said, have that license at the end is just, it, it's, it's one of the most gratifying parts of the job that I can, you know, convey, I guess. Um, but yeah, you know, getting back into the experience part of it just a little bit. Um, I, I've been around trucks all my life, but I didn't decide to come and get a CDL until 2017. 
um, but I've worked on tires uh, in a, a mobile tire service unit, changing the tires out on the on the big rigs and things like that. And I also managed the uh, service shop um, at the Peterbilt, Peterbilt facility up in Anchorage, Alaska for a couple of years as well. And, uh, and I've, for some reason, I've always found myself around a truck throughout my life. But, it, you know, I didn't realize how common it was for somebody to be 47, 48 years old and then just make that kind of career path. Um, I managed uh, RV dealerships for uh, the last 25 years, roughly, and uh, from anywhere from parts and service manage management up to uh, uh, finance and sales management and, and then ultimately general management. And then one day, you know, I just kind of got tired of, of managing and uh, found myself, you know, looking for the career change. And uh, went through the program, graduated, as I said, went to, uh, went to Hensley Trucking for a while and uh, found my way, you know, back here again and ultimately managing, you know, is really what it comes down to. <laughs> but it's a, it's a different kind of management and I, I truly, truly enjoy doing this. And we like having you here, Tom. I'd like to tell you a little bit about the school. We started the, not now, I, I didn't start this, but the school truck driving portion of the Alex Tech here got started in 1973 so we've been around quite a while that's uh you can correct me if i'm wrong but I, I believe my facts are straight here this should be the longest running uh truck driving school in the state we had a gentleman run it for seven years the first seven and then the next guy came in he ran it for for roughly 30 years and he was a by all accounts a very good gentleman and uh he, he retired out of here and i I'm still in communication with him. I didn't meet him until I took the job here, but I have since met him, and I, I uh, he's a very good, very good person. I hope he starts listening to the podcast. To tell you the shout truth. out to Bill, right? Yeah, Bill, shout Bill out Fath. to Bill Fath. Yep. yep. And uh, after Bill was a gentleman named Carl. Carl also did uh, great things with the program, and uh, hopefully Carl's a listener uh, at some point as well. Carl was my instructor. Yep. Carl. Carl was here for Tom, and and. Um, I didn't work directly with Carl, but we certainly know each other. We, we do different things, um, trucking-related things. So Carl moved up to a different position within the state. He makes sure all the truck driving schools in the state are kind of on the up and up, doing the same things. Uh, we're, we still think that we're the best, but Carl's got to have a bar to measure to. Yep. So yep. <laughs> uh, Anyway, Carl did good things with the program, and then I stepped in here. I started teaching at a different location, uh, but I stepped in here in January of 2020 here at Alex Tech. But I had about five years uh, teaching a, a trucking program in a different location. So the, long, the uh, school kind of speaks for itself. We're very well equipped to do what we do. We have a, a facility that is all our own. There's no, I've got a building that the building we're recording in right now is ours. We don't share this building with um, any other department across the college. There's not liberal arts classes going on here or other tech trades things. This building is for truck driving. So we've got our classrooms are set up, our break room is set up, we've got a simulator room set up, we have a shop. Um, I, again, I think we're the only, the only uh, trucking school in the state that has a shop like we do. Uh, we have currently 13 or 14 trucks. Well, thir we have 13 Class A trucks and one Class B, so we got 14 trucks, and uh, they all fit inside our shop, and that's where they, they go and they park every night. So everything is cleaned up, everything is washed, everything is heated. Everything's heated in the winter, everything is cooled in the summer, um, and it's a pretty good outfit. Like, we're, you know, we're pretty well equipped. Pretty fortunate. Yep. Thankful, for sure. It's uh, come a long way with the realm of covid because it's had its challenges 
but I think we've evolved and been able to to get around that a little bit. Um, so what, what's what's your thoughts on uh, time frames with this podcast? I, I think we we're initially talking about thirty minutes, maybe to forty five minutes, just to see how it goes. I, I think mean, I think thirty to forty five minutes. I don't want to lose anybody in the audience to where we get um, redundant or boring. We do have a variety of topics to talk about, um, and we want to just so you guys are aware we're not going to script anything we might have a few questions so we want to ask one another and um you know give give you that information but our questions we've decided are not going to be talked about beforehand so you'll get an honest real world real-time answer from either one of us when we start asking uh, different questions to one another Uh, we we plan on having industry partners come in Um, i'd like to have some students you know shed some light on the program as a time frame, I'm thinking 30 to 45 minutes. I don't want to lose anybody, but I want to make it long enough that you get some information every time you listen to us as well. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure this is going to evolve. You know, this is pretty much like you said, our pilot run, our, our test bed, see how it goes from here. Um, yeah, so initially we talked about 30 to 45 minutes as long as we could keep up conversation. And I think most people can pretty well tell they're, they're savvy out there if we're if we're scripted or not read enough some <laughs> you can tell by some of the hesitation in our voice that we're as you said earlier not not professionals when it comes to podcasting so this is all off the cuff um but uh yeah we do plan on uh, doing some interviews um we'll we'll line up topics of discussion but it'll you know there's already been things that uh we've had for discussion and jason starts bringing it up or i start bringing it up it's like no wait a minute that'll be good stuff for the podcast let's not talk about it yeah. you know just <laughs> to keep it fresh you know We've had that, yep. And another thing, I don't know if I said this earlier, but I meant to. I, I believe we're the only school doing a podcast on truck driving. I looked and, right? yeah, I looked around. I mean, there's a lot of trucking uh, podcasts that are out there. I, I shouldn't even say a lot. I mean, there might be 20, you know, there's 25 a, or 30 tops. Yeah, a handful know? of truck stuff. We're the only truck driving school podcast, right. and, and we like that. Um, not to toot our own horn, you know, too, too awful much. I, I think I've probably done enough tooting already here, but... Um, we tout ourselves to be one of the best in Minnesota, um, and, and we mean it. And we are, we're the first with a podcast. We were the first with some of the COVID stuff we did, too. We had some initial pilot things that we did uh, as far as testing, you know. So yep. we, we enjoyed It's a challenge. We need to be innovative and on our toes all the time, but we are. You know, we're up for the challenge for it. And uh, but like I said, both Tom and I work a decent amount of hours. We put, you know, this isn't just a show up and put your time in thing there's really no set hours i mean we got to be here for the students but once they're gone we can leave mm-hmm. and um we're here definitely earlier and definitely later and we're not here because we're just hanging out like we're getting stuff done every time we come right yeah so the one thing i'll still go uh, go back and touch on just a little bit is this this will be a pre-recorded contest uh podcast and uh you know so there might be subtle editing here and there but our uh, objective is to put it out at least once per week. Maybe we're, I think we're talking Tuesday so far. Um, so we record a day or two in advance and then drop it on Tuesday. But I think our long-term objective is to go live with this. You know, if it takes off and you know we accumulate a bunch of listeners and of course we start getting your feedback, um, you know we will uh, entertain the going live thing. Um, I'm gonna try to get the uh, IT department to give us a dedicated email address so listeners can email us their questions and yeah know. we absolutely want your questions uh, we've got a Facebook page I'd like to get you guys hooked up with that we've got a YouTube video that um, 
we recorded a YouTube video not too long ago, and we're waiting on some final polishing with editing uh, through our IT department right now. Uh, but we did a video on, on pre-trips, and to, to my mind, that's the best video that's going to be on YouTube. You know what's out there. You've seen what's out there. If you don't know, you can get on YouTube right now and take a look. Um, there are some really good videos. There are some really not good videos. Uh, the one that we put together, in my opinion, is the best one out there. So right. like I said, we're, we're waiting on some final editing and polishing on that. Uh, but we want you involved with that. We want you involved with our any other videos we put on YouTube. We want you involved with our Facebook page. We want to hear from you on email, and we'll take your questions. Uh, this is Tom and I sitting across from a table from one, one another, and we're definitely going to be able to have conversation. But if you bring questions to us, we would be absolutely elated to answer your questions. We want to know what you think and what we can do to make things better. What do you see out there? What do these new student drivers don't? What don't they know? Because, well, we might be teaching it, or if we're not, then we need to. Right. Right. I mean, everybody says nobody's got a CB in their truck anymore. They do when they come out of my school. They do. Right. I can tell you that. We we educate them on CBs. I educate them on um, how to tune their CBs. How to you know why they should have one. I mean, we don't try to leave a stick unturned like that. Right. And, you know, and part of the part, uh, reason for the podcast is, is setting the expectation level for a student or a per- prospective student. Um, you know, if you're out there and you're wondering about getting into truck driving, that's, that's a big, you know, reason for having this podcast as well, is uh, getting those questions answered for you. So as a novice and you, you're just scratching the surface and digging into it, there's a lot of good resources out there. There's a couple of good websites uh, that talk about how to get into trucking and, and different schools and, and what's the best path for you. And we'll cover some of those down the road as, as well, some of the resources that helped me choose this program. Um, and uh, as Jason said, we have a YouTube channel out there. We'll get you the information on that uh, in the next episode. And uh, also email addresses and contact information. We'll, we'll, we'll divulge all that in the next episode once we're out there. I think for a pilot episode there, Tom, we we uh, we knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we knocked her out of the park, but we're we're definitely uh, anxious to have you guys listen to us, and um, and we're anxious to get this started. We didn't decide to do this last night. We've been looking at this for probably close to six months. We finally got our ducks in a row and our pieces together, and all the audio equipment to come in, and and now we're we're here, we're set, we're ready. But we're just um, we're anxious to have you on, on board. Thanks.